joy. We wanted men. Good afternoon, Jason. How you doing today? Good afternoon. <laughs> I'm doing well. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> a much, punchy. Yeah, dude, it makes some good shows. How how the you get everything cleaned up from last night? Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're pretty much close to being all cleaned up at this point. We just got lots of food to clean up. No. Yeah. So yeah my, a- my wife had my wife had uh so everybody listening. My wife got her master's degree yesterday. And we had a little party for her. We expected about 60 people and we were preparing for about 60 people and about 20, 25. And I get it. There's like a, it's one of the hottest days in, in Georgia. We didn't get the full heat wave that the rest of the country got, but we got, it was pretty hot. Yes, it was. And then there's also the, the Delta variant. Yeah. There's that. But. But yeah, we rented tables. So I got to return the tables tomorrow, and then we got tents and all that stuff. And I was out there today trying to clean everything up before the heat kicked in. So I got it all done. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, it was a fun night, man. Uh, <laughs> Lots of karaoke. <laughs> yes, there was. I am not going to ever turn down an invitation to you for karaoke, for karaoke, because that was some and fun. My wife. My wife. My wife's like Glenn is a pretty interesting cat. She, <laughs> she liked all your she liked all your uh, karaoke choices. Right. Well, I asked, and normally when I when I go to karaoke, it's in bars, so I don't have to you know worry about kids running around and stuff. And I asked about my second song in, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do Sweet Transvestite. Anybody have a problem with it? And they said, do it. <laughs> so I I did it, and uh, you know, you got to get that that uh frankenfurter oh you know yeah. going and i think people enjoyed it yep i got my smash mouth on you you didn't hear new york new york i closed out the night with that one. Oh, but you have like a go-to set that you, that you were saying every every time y'all do it i tried to stop singing new york new york now that i live in georgia <laughs> i probably should like learn georgia on my mind or something uh-huh but uh, it's usually Sinatra. Gotcha. Yeah, because I was talking. There was one lady there. I don't. I I should have got her name, but she seemed to be like the life of the party. And she's like, I got my list on my phone, and this is what I do. And oh, every time Deanna. I go, huh? Deanna. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I hope she took that tequila because she was like she, all excited. She was ecstatic with that tequila, and she's like. <laughs> And it's like, she's like, it's a wash too, because Glenn got it at another party for free. So I'm just taking it from another party for free. Exactly. That's what happens when, when uh, liquor gets left and I'm the last one to leave. It will go home with me. Yep. I bought too much beer because we, again, expected, my wife had a whole calculator. I know this is not Star Wars, but whatever. Um, she had a whole calculator to figure out, okay, 60 people coming times one drink per hour equals this much beer. <laughs> and we just have so much beer. It could fill the cell barge there. I brought it back to Star Wars. 
<laughs> there you go. But I got sh- I got shiners for you. So you brought you got tons of shiners to take home and yo. It was good. Yeah, it was a good night, man. Congratulations, Shannon. Thanks. Even though she's never going to hear this. No, she's not. (laughs) But it's out in the universe now. You've said it. Yes. (laughs) I do have to to handle a little bit of housekeeping because I I told this guy I was going to shout him out the last podcast and I didn't. And he had his, he's going down to Florida and had his whole family with him in the car and they all made fun of him because I didn't. Oh no. Yeah. Oh oh, no. (laughs) But uh, Alfonso Riviera, man, he's, um, he did all the new graphics for us. And uh, every week when we have a new graphic that pops up on Facebook and Instagram and everything, he's doing that for us. And uh, he messaged me a couple of weeks ago and and was just like, God, you know, I love the podcast. I want to do this for you guys. And he's, I guess he's a graphic designer um, by nature, does it in his free time. And, um, I just wanted to, to give him a shout out because uh, he's got a, a Facebook page. It's called Rock the Toys, uh, and he's got a few other podcasts. That he's got some Spanish language podcasts that he does. But uh, look up Rock the Toys, and, and you can find them. And you know, if you're looking for some graphic design stuff, I'm sure he'll he'll be glad to help you out. But, Wonderful. Yes, and he's been a loyal supporter for for a, a few months. So if we can have like a hundred people like him, it'd be awesome. Um. I feel like it's the calm before the storm. It's here we are, August first. Um, you know, we got Book of Boba coming out soon. We've got that new Mandalorian season two finale series coming out. The it's just one episode, one special about the whole Luke Skywalker thing. Right. Um, so I, I would imagine we're going to see a trailer soon for that for Book of Boba. But yeah, it's kind of quiet right now. Yeah, I did see somebody post a picture of Mark Hamill in full Jedi gear holding baby Yoda with R2 right next to him on whatever bridge of that starship they were on. But I, you know, I was in the car and I didn't get a chance to click on it to see what the story was. That's that's a legit, legitimate photo. Right. Um, yeah, that's not Photoshop or anything like that. That's real. Right, but it was like old school Mark Hamill with beard and yes, all holding old, baby Yoda. Old Mark Hamill with the goatee and everything. Right. Um, but we were talking about the deep fakes, and come to find out, the dude that made the deep fake on YouTube has been hired by Lucasfilm. Good for him, see. man. That's everybody's dream, right? Yeah. So he went back and he took Mark Hamill and he did a deep fake. And what a deep fake is, if, for people who don't know, they take a, uh, as many photos as they can of a subject, usually within the t- same time period. So it'd be uh, a young Mark Hamill, maybe from Return of the Jedi. Then they would scan it into the computer. And then an AI will digitally go frame by frame, take all the reference photos and overlay it on top of the subject photo. And they usually look really, really good, not great, because um, there's usually some sort of skin tonal thing going on because the face is a different color than the neck or maybe i've seen some with tom cruise there's somebody who does impersonations of tom cruise um but his face is a bit thinner so you really and so what that does is it kind of pushes in tom cruise's face and it doesn't look exact you're just like the jaws off a little bit so you really need to be you have to have somebody with the same frame as the actor like the same kind of facial 
um, structure as the actor, and then it's easier for the computer to match everything up and look seamless. So mm-hmm. maybe it's going to be a combination of ILM stretching faces, and then he he's going to like put the AI stuff on top of that and make it look or the deep fake on top of that and make it look really awesome. Yeah. We'll see what happens. You know, like I, I really, I hope if they're going to do like a star or have Luke in this new thing, they just recast him because there's no way. I don't think that stuff can hold up for an hour, but you never yeah. know, man. It's Lucas. We'll see. Yeah. Paul McCartney. I, I think I mentioned this last week. He's got that yeah. new music video and that looks flawless. I should have watched it just because of what you said, just because he said it was so good. Yeah. Anyways. Did, uh, did have you? My, huh? I'm gonna go through my pickups this week. Do it. Because I got two, and then you, you you knocked it out of the park this <laughs> I week. I really so. freaking did. But my Boba Fett helmet, my Black Series, did come in, and I love this helmet. I put it next to the Don Bluth one that I had. Not Don Bluth. <laughs> Don Don Post. <laughs> the Don Post mask, and it's just like light years ahead of what we used to have. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, and it fits my face. Nice. It does go over. I guess I was just not. I was afraid to commit to yours because, like, huh. if I get it on and I can't take it off, then what? Right. But I'm able to do it with this one. Yeah, I mean, for a hundred, what are a hundred and twenty bucks? Yep. It's a badass helmet for a hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. I think all awesome. the Black Series helmets are great. I mean. Uh, you know, they're like a good five to 10 foot helmet. I mean, when you get close and start looking at them, you can tell differences, but, you know, sitting on a shelf or if you're passing somebody, you know, if you want to do a cheap cosplay there, there, that's where it's at, man. Those black series helmets. But they are not 501st approved because there are like buttons on the side, which are not part of the original costume. I think with the exception of the, the Kylo Ren mask. Yeah. Um, the rest of them are not 501st approved, but it gets you pretty close to the finish line. Right. Well, if you're not trying to go for 501st, it'd be great. Yep. Or Mandalorian Mercs, rather. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty awesome helmet. Yeah. Like you, I have to take that inner piece out that goes on the top to kind of, like if you're a kid and you got a smaller helmet, it doesn't sink all the way to your shoulders. It kind of holds it up a little bit. I have to take that out. Right. If that makes sense. Yes. And then the other thing, yeah. Then the other thing I picked up were the prototype Boba Fett's. Yes. Yes. I got lucky. I I was looking at the app, and the app said Target didn't have it. And I'm like, it was 7:30 in the morning. I'm like, I'm just gonna go check it out. And so I get into Target like four or five minutes early. They had already opened the doors when I got there. The lights were off, like in the toy section. Oh, so I'm walking in the back. And I had a barcode, so I scanned it on the computers, and it said nothing in stock, nothing in the area. So I'm like, I'm just going to ask someone just to be careful and to be safe. And I went up to somebody in the toy section, and I said, hey, do you have this? And she's like, is it the Boba Fett? (laughs) Yes. She's like, I'll be right back. So she went in the back, and she grabbed the box, and she brought them all out, and some dude... Well, I was waiting, walked up, and I guess he's part of the 501st. He... he, um, dresses as Boba Fett. He's going to get married to his wife at Dragon Con. So he wanted as many as he could get for gifts for his wedding. Right. So I got two. One for me, one for you, and then he took the rest. Right. Awesome. Yeah, and I already put that thing in a case, and it's sitting on my shelf of Boba's. Awesome. 
Yes. So thanks That's for the. That's all I got this week. Yeah. I, week. And I did hear that they're restocking. Somebody said that they're restocking here soon. Yeah, it's a week later, August first, and people have already picked them up. Um, there was a restock this morning. Right. And I tried to restock. I think that Monday just to get another one, just for grins and giggles. And I always, you know, it, every time I put it in my my cart, it would it uh, kicked me out. It would say something was wrong or it wouldn't let me log in. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, was, I was trying to get one for Jerry too, and it's getting the same thing, right? Um, yeah, all right, <laughs> yes. I did a pretty, pretty <laughs> freaking epic, epic. It has not come in yet. I think they're gonna put it in the mail tomorrow, but uh, okay, yeah, deal or no deal killed me. You tagged me in it, which started this, but uh, I found bits and pieces of hard copies for the OG Bill and Ted line. So I've got um, a Grim Reaper torso and a leg, and then both of his accessories. He came with the guitar and a sickle, and I got both of those. And then the next day, the guy posted more, saying he had a bill, bill head and then the Billy the Kid legs. And he and when he figured out that it was I was buying more from him, he threw in a, a Genghis Khan um, accessory. So I'll have like almost a piece from every figure. So I think I need, I think I need Bill, Abe and Rufus to have a piece left to have a piece from every, a hard copy piece of every figure from the Bill and Ted line. Yeah. So yeah. And if anybody, back to the future, um, sorry, go ahead. Yes. If anybody wants some back to the future Funko pops or some uh, Wayne's world pops, uh, I I, I would sell my X-Files pops for the right price. But uh, yeah, <laughs> anybody wants those, message me and I'll hook you up. Because <laughs> it's time to get rid of some pops so I can buy more toys. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, when it rains, it pours. Yes, it really does, man. It, it's crazy because that's why I don't. I mean, I gotta. I'm careful with what I buy because when the big stuff comes around, I want to be able to to buy it. Uh, you know, you don't you don't get an opportunity like that. Uh, but one, you know, I don't want to say once in a lifetime, but it's almost once in a lifetime and you got to have, you got to have the reserves ready to go when it, when it happens. Yeah. Something like that is once in a lifetime because it could get locked up in a black hole and no one will ever see it again. Right. Oh, I, I want to be that black hole. <laughs> no <laughs> because, one will ever see it again. Exactly. Cause I mean, truthfully, when you think about it, you can't touch a star Wars hard copy right now, unless you're going to spend 10 to $15,000, if not more. Yeah, it'd probably be more than that. And then when you're in, and then if, and that's probably talking power of the force stuff, power of the force two stuff for vintage, you're probably talking 50 to a hundred thousand dollars for a vintage hard copy. So if you can do something for a toy line, you know, get, get a hard copy for a toy line that you like, why not, man? Got to do it. So I'm, I'm looking forward for those coming in. Um, and we'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, more updates. I'm sure I'll post them on the page, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It was, it was an exciting day. And the guy, I was at work and the guy sitting next to me, he's like, you're doing what you're buying what? And, and I explained it to him and he just, it just totally went over his head, but you know, he's not into toys. Yeah. So. Which, which is an interesting, um, it's a, a good pivot because I wanted to talk today. Did you have anything else? Uh, I just, I mean, yeah. Did you watch any of the He-Man stuff? I mean, we don't. I know we, we're going off topic, but 
I watched watch the first it? episode. Okay. I've just been busy, and it's not because I'm angry or anything, because I've heard rumors. Okay, well. I've heard chatter. It's good. We'll talk about it when you watch it. All right. We'll, we'll go back to it. Circle back around. Uh, yeah, I was surprised with that first episode, how it ends. Right. And, I mean, it's it's great. You just, you see, yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you, so we'll, it, it's it's good. And, yeah, we'll circle back around when you watch it. I still have to watch the latest episode of Bad Batch as well. Jeez, you, dude, you never sat down last night. We we, we were we were talking to Shannon, your wife, and she was just like, "Yeah, he hasn't. He doesn't sit down. He just keeps moving." You were, yeah. Friday night was a Braves game at the company picnic thing, so I think this is the first time I sat down <laughs> all weekend long. Wow. So one more one more announcement. Um, next weekend, the seventh is the Powder Springs Toy Swap. So it'll probably be hot, but I'm still planning on going out there. Yeah, I think I'm going too. I don't well, think he's... I have anything going on next weekend on purpose. Right. But now I do, so I guess yeah. that didn't work out for me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, all this other stuff we can we can hit later. Unless you want to talk about the uh, what if figures that just came out and bitch about Hasbro some more. Oh, I was trying to avoid that this week. Why would you pull me in? I got out. <laughs> Cause it's too much fun to talk about, man. Uh, well, they did start with the, um, so Marvel has released more of their Marvel legends figures, the six inch figures. And they have the, uh, the what if, and they're done really well. They look like the animated version of the characters. But they did this with the Into the Spider-Verse stuff, and they started making um, the, the characters to look like the animated version and not the realistic version, which is pretty much in the rest of that line. Mm-hmm. And so Hasbro has been adamant about the Black, uh, Black Series for Star Wars is that the, these are the realistic versions of the, um, the figure. So when you go to the Rebels... The rebels they're all look more like a real person and not the animated version but with these three walmart exclusives that took us the gennady tatakovsky clone wars like are they making the uh clone captain um general grievous and mace windu are they going to make them look animated like these marvel legend figures which goes against everything that they've done before who knows and, and this would be what the third time they've released mace windu jeez because he's he's on the episode one card he's in the black one the black red line whatever you want to call it black series so they're going to do it again right freaking yeah why i don't know dude why why it does it definitely feels like lucasfilm has hasbro by the the throat or something they're not they're not really uh they're doing something because if Marvel can do this stuff, that stuff that's not even out yet, Lucasfilm's got to have a reason behind it. They got to do something, and I don't know what it is. And maybe it's, maybe it's they're still going by that uh, matrix they had back in the day. Well, I just <clears throat> I scratched my head because with this is like a double standard. Like Marvel doesn't get the same treatment as Star Wars, and you look at the Shang Chi wave of figures there's not a single repack it's not like they've got their mace windu again or you know this what if line 
there's no old figures there's no repurposed molds it's just all kind of fresh and new and i just don't understand how we can get eight figures from marvel legends brand new followed by another eight figures marvel legends brand new and then you know we just get constant repacks and repaints in in the star wars line right i mean the only thing i can think of is we've got to vote with our money man and and Maybe they just think that we're a bunch of suckers and we'll buy anything that they put out. And if we stop buying, that'll fix everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting into the carbonized and there's no carbonized equivalent to Marvel. Right, they hadn't done that. Which And I will, and I will say, like, Walrus Man, uh, Panda Baba, he's got that new figure coming out for the Cantina set and they reused some of Luke Skywalker for that and I'm okay with that because it looks different. Right. It's a, it's a brand. It's a brand new figure. No, I agree with that. I mean, if you're going to reuse bits and pieces, because Kenner did that forever, they would find something that worked, and then they'd keep bringing it back in different lines. You know, I just saw somebody post something that the MacGyver, a bunch of the toys from MacGyver, were recycled GI Joe parts. So, I mean, I have no problem with that because that's something they've done forever. I mean, that guy from. Uh, Battle Cat from He-Man was a Big Joe cat from, you know, from the original Big Joe line or Big, Big, I don't, or some, I know I'm wrong, but somebody email me and tell me the right one. But, you know, them, them recycling parts, I have no problem with that. It's the constant repaint that I have issues with. Yes, I do too, obviously. Right. I wasn't going to talk about this, this, this week. I was going to try not to complain about Hasbro <laughs> and have one complete free episode well we'll just never get free crap from hasbro so maybe number of episodes without complaining about hasbro take down that one and circle in a zero <laughs> take a break and we'll be right back so i actually had a dream that i misspoke while recording uh the show and <laughs> Uh can't remember the length I gave, but I think the answer to the question everybody was looking for is the inner length of the filament part of the saber, which is 35 millimeters, if it's correct. Um, usually when they're shorter, you can see some evidence of chewing or clip mark at the end. It won't be, you know, kind of as uniform, but if you're looking for one and you want to check 35 millimeters is the, the correct full length. oh man that was me last night oh dude it did for karaoke i was like you know what i'm just gonna throw it to the wall and i'm just gonna go for it and f it cypress hill and no that was uh house of pain house of pain i'm sorry you're right and i did jump around and there's a lot of words in that song and then like a three minute song and about halfway through it, I'm just like, I, I've got to get my breath. It, it was, it was bad, but nobody seemed to notice, which was great. Yep. <laughs> my wife captured it all too. She's got it all on video. I haven't had the balls to rewatch it yet because it, <laughs> it scares me. It's fun. It's all in good fun. Yeah. So um, our, our topic tonight, where I pulled you away, 
let's go back that way. What were you going to talk about, Jason? Yeah, so uh, you were talking about how you were picking um, those hard copies up from Deal or No Deal, and you were telling a uh, coworker who knows nothing about toys and cares nothing about toys, and you know, you get people who come into our collections and they're kind of in that same boat. And I'm trying to figure out because they're like, they come into the room and they're enchanted by what they see but they're not a collector and they have no baseline of understanding. And I start to explain things to them and I kind of get the sense that I'm just going in too much detail for them. And so I'm just like, how do you give a a presentation of your display room, your collection without boring them? Is it maybe, and this just might be me in my head, but um, do we just scratch the surface and just, take them through it or are they looking i don't know I, I just don't know what the answer is right dude i discovered i i and and i was thinking about this last night because this is something we brought up last week about that we were going to cover and i went to use your restroom and the restrooms right off their collection room and as i'm walking through the collection room i guess it was your niece that showed up late with the cord or yes she was there yeah. with her friend and denise is, your niece has seen your room before but the friend i guess had never seen it and just the look on her face was like, what the hell, man? What's wrong yeah. with this guy? Uh-oh. So- <laughs> I didn't get that at all. I didn't get that feeling. <laughs> no, but you could just see your niece was showing it all off, you know, because she'd seen it. You know, you could tell she's seen it before, so she was ready for it. But her friend yeah. was just like, whoa. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I get the same thing. And it is you do have people with the first time that have no clue what you've got and really don't give a crap about toys. Their their look on their face when they come into a collection, you know, they're they they just they don't know what to expect. And I have that same issue. It's like, you know, you start explaining people, you know, oh, this is a hard copy or this is this, or hey, if you look at this little piece right here, this is different than this one. And, and you know, it, and they just they don't care. Uh, you know, but then you go, this is Luke Skywalker. And you're like, wow. You, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got there's 50 the, of there's them. There's the Falcon right there. Okay, right. bye. Yeah. Where's that ship? Which one? So I, it, it is. It, it, you don't, I, I don't, how do you tackle it? How do you, you know, do you just, yeah, I think it is the best way to do when, when somebody new walks into your collection is just kind of let them absorb it first and then yeah. you, then you can kind of scratch the surface but you, you can't go too deep because you know unless they're into the nuances of anything or they, you know they're very detailed oriented they just don't give a crap i think yeah it, yeah, yeah go. no no they're just they're in shock because you have so much my daughter had friends over and i was showing them the room and the thing they took away was that it was cool that i still had my micro machines from when i was a kid that was it. <laughs> I'm like, out of everything in this room, <laughs> you only cared about the micro machines that I had since I was 12. Wow. But I mean, dude, that is one cool part of your collection that you have the toys you played with when you were 12. Yeah. That those survived. Right. That they survived. And you thought about, you know, you, you either, you built them back up or you got a, a, a complimentary piece so you can s- display one open and one, uh, closed and you know you've really thought out your collection your display so you know as much as you make fun of that that's a really cool part of your collection yeah 
Yeah. And then last night, I mean, this is not about how do you present it, but last night I was, you know, making the food and everything, getting things ready and people were walking through the room and I wasn't even there to give them the tour. My wife was doing it. Oh man. Which was frustrating. <laughs> I want to be there. Yeah. I want to show you my stuff. Cause actually my wife, she got on the, that on the me that bad, but when you had come over the other night and she went to bed and I'm like, come see your room. And when I went in the bedroom, she's like, I wanted to show off my room. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's her collection, not yours. <laughs> right. So I guess the thing to do is just let people walk around and see. And then when they get close to something, be like, yeah, that's from you know, so-and-so. Like I showed them, I showed a couple of kids the uh the 40 um sorry, the Star Wars Boba Fett offer. Um, what do they call them? Death's Death Squadron Commander. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that's not his name. But anyways. It's I'm like, one, that's it's, from the original Star Wars. They're like, what? And I'm like, that's about 40 years old. And they're like, okay, that's yeah. pretty cool. They're like, that's as old as mom. <laughs> that's as old as me. <laughs> I think, truthfully, I think that's what blows a lot of people's minds, you know, especially little kids is when they realize how old the stuff is. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and how good they've, they've held up over the years. Right. But um, yeah, I it is it's a weird it's a weird time when you get somebody new coming into your collection and they just they don't know what to expect they don't know, uh, you know they think you're crazy for having this much stuff because I, I I still get I had one guy from my work come to my house because he was doing uh, side work and he put a hot water heater in my house and I was like dude you gotta at least look at it so you could tell people about it because it, I'm legend you know people are like he's got a room full of Star Wars crap <laughs> and I was I'm like it's legend it's, yeah it's not that much but then you look around and I was going through stuff yet last night trying to make room for stuff and I'm like I really do have a lot of crap uh, just it's all over the place it's all over the place and I'm running out of space yes that's a problem now too Yeah, I mean, what I mean, how, what 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 has been your what else has been your experience when you have a, a new person come into your room? I mean, I got all this stuff on the pegs, and they they just assume that it's all the same. Like right. I've collected six Luke Skywalker's, and I have them all in the peg, and it's like, no, those are all different. Go in there, mm -hmm. dig through like a toy store. That's another thing people say. It's like a toy store, but Duh. nothing's for sale, people. <laughs> But yeah, like I, they just don't care. They don't get into the weeds like we do. And so like these are the Black Series. This is the new stuff. And I kind of have everything arranged from Power of the Force 2 all the way to the Vintage Collection. So it's in some sort of chronological order. But people just want to look. I don't think they want to hear all the details. If they ask, then I'll tell them. Maybe that's the approach I take is let me know if you have any questions from now on. Right. Because the general person's not going to know what a hard copy is or what's a prototype or why is, why, you know, why, why do you have so many, I guess the best thing to do is like, you know, I collect wampas. It's like, why do you have so many wampas? Well, that's what my grandkids call me. So that's why I have them. Or why do you have so many Boba Fett's, you know, well, Boba Fett's pretty badass and that T visor, you know, just, that's what I love about them. And I guess that, that would be the, the best thing to do is just say, you know, this is why I collect and, and, you know, attack it from, from that angle maybe. versus going into the the deep you know deep dive maybe yeah i'll have to start thinking about that right it, it definitely is 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 a challenge uh, and then when you have your 
the collectors that have been collecting forever and then they start telling you about your, about your collection that that's fun too yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know when they know every nuance and they're like this is wrong and that's wrong and hold on a minute and I will tell you one thing, Jason, that last night when I was walking through your room or walking past your room, I, I, you, I, you, you've got some guts putting your TV up in there, man. Cause you know, you've had just random people in there watching TV. And to me, I just, I don't trust people enough to do that. <laughs> oh, oh, they're basically family, but yeah, no, I get it. If I didn't know them, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't happen. Right. I don't even trust my family. I want to trust them to be in here. Uh, they're not going to do anything right i don't have a we in here you know we you have that remote that attaches to your hands you're swinging things like i have lightsabers if kids come into the room i go take the lightsabers outside swing and hit your faces all you want just not in this room right yeah that's the one thing that uh when we were playing pool at narayan's he's got a display case propped up in the perfect spot for if you ever make a break and the ball jumps the table, it's going right into it. Uh, yeah. So we had to rearrange stuff or if the, you know, it just, it's, it's, it gets kind of tight in there and he's got some really, these like really cool glass display cases that, you know, it wouldn't take much to put a ball through them, which, you know, Hey, I'm more power around. to him. Huh? I'm looking around my room right now. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. <laughs> if there's anything out of place i don't see anything out of place right but you know if something's gone and i don't realize it did do i miss it right <laughs> i mean there's no gaps in my pez i've got all the figures on the shelf there oh man dude i was at second chance yesterday yeah and he came in, he was, they, they had a lady in there that was dropping some stuff off and wow, she's got, he got a good, he got a good uh, collection. Cause I sent you that button, but then I'm like messaging and he had like a watch. He had like one of the buttons with the old school star Wars logo on it uh, where the W it's like drawn out. It's not a the typical W we know. And it's there's the pointed, guy, huh? Pointed bottom. Yes. The one with the pointed bottoms on it. Yeah. And it, it's a cool logo and it, it didn't last long. And there's people that chase that logo, but um, you said Pez and that's kind of got me. He, she had one of the original Pez with like no feet in that collection. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Which, so, uh, which character was it? It was the, it had a skull. It, it looked like an astronaut helmet with a skull. Oh, okay. It wasn't Star Wars. No, it wasn't Star Wars. Like, that's what Chance was like. He was like, "What? What show is that from?" And I'm like, he's, "I'm like, dude, it, it's a time before everybody had to have IPs. You didn't need, you know, people didn't need Star Wars to buy crap. Right? They could just buy it because they thought it looked cool." And he was just freaking out. But uh, right. yeah, and then she had a little ET charm that they go, "Hey, look at this!" And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." And I said, "Yeah, my wife collects ET and and everything." And the next thing I know, she's like, "You take this and give it to your wife." So it made, yeah, it made my wife's day. So she got a little ET That's charm. Sweet. Yeah. It was cool. ET went home. Yes, it did. And it was one Glenn. my wife. Yeah. And it was one my wife didn't have. So it, it was kind of cool. Um, speaking of old school movies, mm-hmm. have you seen the new Ghostbusters? The uh, trailer? The trailer. Yes. 
I was so ecstatic when I saw it. Yeah. It, it, that, yeah, I did, dude. And I told my wife, I'm like, I'm not a Ghostbusters fan. I enjoyed Ghostbusters, but I haven't seen it in 20 years. <gasps> yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I have no need, no desire to go back and watch it, but maybe I do oh. now. Maybe I will now. But those movies got that trailer got me excited, man. Ghostbusters then, is a perfect comedy for me. Is it? Yeah, I love Ghostbusters so much. I have a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man costume. <laughs> is it like it's inflatable? It's inflatable. And so it's just the body and the arms. It comes with white gloves. And then it kind of ties off at your ankles. So you can like have shoes showing unless you get like white shoes. And then it comes with a mask that you put over your head. And I did it because we were doing a um, another United Way booth. It was Ghostbusters for um, United Way, obviously. And so I was dressed up as Stay Puff and some of the other people I worked with were dressed up as Ghostbusters. And I put on the costume for the first time and I was walking around the house acting like Stay Puff, kind of moving slowly and crunching as I walked. Like, because when Stay Puff, he, he, each step he took, it's, takes, it's like a, he makes this crunching sound. So I was walking around the house and I go like, tell my wife, this is a lot more fun than I thought it would be. <laughs> was fun so i i love ghostbusters and that trailer just spoke to me yeah and then like the last 10 seconds of the trailer you're well first they have the 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 receptionist pop up and you're like dude it's the receptionist and then the last yep. 10 seconds of the trailer you're like oh crap yep ray stance in his occult bookstore right ghostbusters 2 hanging out still right so is that, that's I have who some, Dan Aykroyd's character is, right? Race dance, yeah. Okay, yeah. Peter, like Peter Vakeman wasn't shown, but Peter Vakeman is in the movie. That's okay. Bill Murray. Well, you see, I've never... Yeah, that's how much I know about Ghostbusters. I don't even know if I've seen Ghostbusters too. so maybe I need to, <laughs> I need to catch up on that. That's, a, that's, all right. that's all right. I mean, if you want to watch it, go ahead, but Ghostbusters is, is pretty perfect. Right. <clears throat> but but do you, what were you going to say? I have some theories about how the movie's going to play out. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. I don't. I have no inside knowledge or anything like that. But I do think that uh, Harold Ramis's character. Um, oh dang it! <laughs> uh, Spangler, Spangler. Mm -hmm. I think he's passed. Obviously, because Harold Ramis is his past. But I think his ghost is going to appear because at one point Jason Reitman, the right Reitman the writer and director for Ghostbusters Afterlife, this new one, was saying that he was going through all the footage from the original Ghostbusters for a special project. Oh, wow. And I think they're looking at all the deleted scenes because that's what he was saying. He was looking at alternative takes and deleted scenes, and I think they're going to be pulling dialogue from that to recycle for this. I, I think at some point we'll see um, the original Ghostbuster held, held Ramis's character back as a ghost digitally right and then people i mean do you have any other theories um i do think that zool uh yeah zool right yes i think she's back i think i, think I saw there were there was something that looked very similar to her in yeah for and like a split demon, second the demon dogs are back so i would imagine she's back gozer right and then um 
people were kind of mad at Hasbro Pulse because they kind of spoiled it, but the last 10 seconds of that thing spoiled it. Yeah, they but had, that um, was, it was just Dan Aykroyd and the, the toys, go ahead, they showed more than the movie trailer. Right. Yeah, you're right. They, they showed the OG, the, the three that are left in aged in uh, Ghostbuster uniforms. And Lucasfilm is in the corner with their arms crossed saying, this is why they didn't get to see Grogu. Right. Which, hey, makes sense. But, you know, I did have Grogu ruined for me, spoiled for me, because somebody had posted, was that a baby Yoda? Which I didn't get at the time. But then, you know, you're like, oh, there it is. So, yeah, they did kind of spoil some of that movie for you. And they put the kids in the in the, in the the Ghostbuster uniforms. Yeah. Well, one of them is in... No, they're not. So, yeah, they spoiled that. <laughs> right. So, way to go, Hasbro Pulse. So, when they spoiled Grogu for you, was that like the day of? Yeah, it was. Somebody, you know how, because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it first thing. I think I watched it. Well, no, what had happened, what had happened was we were waiting for, uh, my wife didn't want to sign up for Disney Plus because Verizon, I guess, was doing it for free. So I was like, I just want to sign up for the month so I can watch this show because I can't get on social media and it's spoiled and blah, and we need to handle this now. And my wife was dragging her feet and I'm just sitting there throwing a baby fit. You know, I am sitting there like a five-year-old on the trampoline at nine o'clock at night that is tired. And, um, you know, I want to go home. But, you know, I'm throwing a fit and she just is sitting, you know, so finally we sign up for it. So it was like, I didn't get to watch the original. I mean, the first uh, Mandalorian first episode of Mandalorian for like a day or two, because we were waiting to sign up for Disney plus. So, but yes, what had happened was I was trying to avoid social media and somebody had posted, was that a, was that a baby Yoda? And I was like, Oh, so it wasn't, didn't have the shock and awe to me, but I don't, you know, I think like seeing, hearing that Darth Maul was in it or hearing, you know, like the Grand Admiral Thrawn, that would have, that would have made me more mad than anything. You know, like Darth Maul in Solo when they, that was spoiled for some people. Because that yeah. was a cool reveal. That I think was an that awesome was. reveal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, but it's like, uh, like our buddy Ted said when uh, he got Luke, I'm your father spoiled for him. He didn't really care. Right. But sometimes the journey is just as good as the destination. We got to remember that. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I was tell, talking to my wife about that one day about the whole, you know, imagine seeing that in the theater. And I was kind of getting choked up. And she's like, are, are you choked up about that? And I'm like, yeah, because we grew up knowing, Luke, you know, Darth Vader's Luke's father. But then hearing that in the theater 40 years ago. When you know, no social media, no nothing. Ultimate spoiler, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's just like that Simpsons episode when Homer's walking out and says, I can't believe Darth Vader was Luke's father the whole time, and everyone's in line waiting to go into the next show, and they get mad at him. Damn it, Homer! That was early internet, right there. That's right. what that is. Yeah. That's why you don't listen, and you're like la 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 la. Yeah. Earmuffs. <laughs> Don't want to hear it. But um, yeah, I, 
I often wonder what it would be like. I've talked about this before, going back to seeing Return of the Jedi on the screen and, and just remembering the colors from the end scene um, as Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker fight. But I, I can't imagine seeing a twist like that in, in the theater back then. Right. That would have been... Well, it's we got sort of the same thing with Phantom Menace when you saw Yoda break out that lightsaber. But... Or was I Phantom Menace? No, it was Attack of the Clones. I was going to let it slide until you questioned it. Attack of the Clones. Say, so, yeah, I need Did to go back and rewind. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just, it was on the tip of my tongue, but I was holding back. <laughs> I didn't want to correct you. So, you know, you know, people are yelling at me in their cars. We, I just caused like 20 wrecks on 285 or whatever freeway you guys use. Right. <laughs> 75, 95, 85, 81. Right. On your way to work. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that just seeing a theater explode for that, that was incredible. You know, everybody cheering and stuff. But yeah, it definitely Star Wars has lost that, I think, over the last three films. Because when when it came out, when um, Force Awakens came out, everybody was like, it was a buzz about it. And by the second film, nobody gave a crap. You know, you show yeah, the up energies. The, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go. No, but, you, but go. you were you were you know you'd show up to the film the theater like an hour early, even though you had assigned seats, just to be in that crowd. And then by the second film, nobody was showing up till the movie started. Yeah, I also think that the uh, the the sequel trilogy. I don't remember if I've mentioned this before. Is missing the Fox fanfare. The boom, 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 boom. And yeah. that just, for me, mentally puts me into, for no other movie that does this, it's just the Star Wars movie, but it's just like, ladies and gentlemen, your movie's about to begin when that, when those, that fanfare comes on. Right. And, but without it, it's just a quiet Lucasfilm and then Star Wars. Yeah. It just, it doesn't settle you in. So there's that difference there too, for me. Yeah. Anyway, have you? Did you watch any of the movies? So now that we're on movies, we're gonna. Yeah, did uh, you watch any of the movies that made us? The ones that just came out. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> even know if I knew that there was another season. There's another season. It's Back to the Future. It's oh, gosh. Um, Jurassic Park. I think it's Pretty Woman, and there's another one, and I I don't know what the other all, but there were three of them, and I'm like. I'll watch those. And I watched the Jurassic Park one was good. And uh, the Back to the Future one, it was all stuff being a Back to the Future head and watching stuff about that, you know, already knowing a lot of the stuff. It, uh, it was cool. They did a little bit more of into the Eric uh, Struthers. Is that did they? Thing? Yeah, they, they went I, into it a little bit more. Struthers. Huh? I don't think it's Struthers. Eric's but, not, yeah. Eric, Eric whoever, Stokes. Stokes, Stokes, there it is. Stokes. Um, they went a little bit more into that, which was cool. But did you realize who played his girlfriend? Yes. I didn't realize it till I put two to get two together, and they showed a picture of her, and I went, "Oh crap! Yes. It's Jan." Melora Hardin. Yeah, it's Jan from The Office. It was yeah. like, wow, mind blown. Yeah, there was a weird comic at one point where it. it, it it was a, I think a digital comic 
where Bob Gale, the writer of Back to the Future, went back in time in an actual time machine with Melora Hardin to change the past and to put her back in the movie. It was just so weird. What? Yeah, it's a legitimate comic. You can look it up. But Bob Gale, the writer of Back to the Future, I don't think he was the writer of the comic. Maybe he mm-hmm. was. But he was. He, they actually get into a DeLorean together and they kind of re- reminisce about their time on Back to the Future and how she almost was that character and and then the time machine takes him back and then she's got the second opportunity to be the character and it was just this weird like what why why is this a thing why is this comic a thing it was almost like a a a fantasy almost wow like like a personal fantasy like i wonder if i can go back in time with those so not Eric Stokes, it, her, Melora Hart. Right, right, Melora, yeah. Well, yeah, because Eric just couldn't play the comedy. He didn't know how Yeah, to but you that. would think, like, Eric's, I mean, that's the Marty McFly character. You would want to make that comic about him going back and, and being more funny and, and not playing it as straight as he was. Right. Playing it closer to, to um, Michael J. Fox. Right. But I was watching um, Discovery. They have the Expedition Unknown. Did you see that Back to the Future one where they, they're looking for the original DeLoreans? I did. They showed something that I had never seen in the 35 years of watching Back to the Future, and I watch it probably a couple times a year. And now it's something I can never unsee. Because back then, they didn't have real, actual, remote-controlled cars. Like, we could do that today. They couldn't do that in 1984, 1985. So they had to put someone in a dog costume to do all those scenes where it looks like they're remote control controlling the DeLorean with Einstein in the front seat. Mm-hmm. So somebody was in costume. And now that I see that, yes, that's just a freaking costume. It doesn't look like a real dog. Right. I can never unsee that. <laughs> oh, I'll have to pay attention. Hold on. I had to spit out my eyes. I have to pay attention next time. But uh, one of the thing, yeah, and they went into why because a lot of people are are pick apart the movie, and there's a lot of continuity errors in the movie. Yeah, and they go into why that is, and it's because they just didn't have time because they lost six weeks shooting it with uh, Eric, and they had to reshoot a lot of it with reshoot it with uh, Michael J. Fox. So they just they they had no time to fix a lot of that stuff. It was just, people won't know to hope people won't notice and we'll just go with it. They have uh, a big, they have a big paradox in the second one that I, it's just really tough for me not to look over. What is it? Because when Biff takes the almanac in the past, he goes back to the regular future. And after he delivers the almanac, he should be going into the alternate future where he's basically that Donald Trump character. Because he's got all that money. Yeah, so when they would get back to DeLorean, it wouldn't be there. Right. So I'm, dude. You can't unsee that one. Yeah, that one's a bad one. Right. Because when they go back in time, they go back to the alternative 1985. So when Biff went forward, he succeeded, and he should be in an alternative 2015. Damn it, Jason! Why you got to ruin my movie? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the only one that I know of, though. Right. As far as paradoxes. 
Well, and then speaking of paradoxes, when they got done, when they did the first table read with Eric, he finished the table read and he looked up at everybody and goes, this movie's sad. And they were like, what do you mean? He goes, think about it. Every, he comes back to a future that he doesn't remember. You know, and his whole life that he knows is gone. And everybody's changed when he gets back to 1985. Yeah. And he doesn't know, doesn't remember any of it. Everything's been improved, though. So I think that's why that slides. Right. But there's that movie about time with Domino Gleason, who was in Star Wars, The, the Force Awakens. <laughs> Trying to bring it back to Star Wars when I can't. But he has that <laughs> movie about, about time where he tra time travels. But there's that one point where he has a kid. He's got a son and he tra time travels to the past. He changes things. And when he goes to the future, it's a girl. And he learns that after a certain point, if he jumps back to a certain point, like he can go, only go so far back because then things will start to change. So that just makes it even more sad. You know, mm -hmm. you, you had a son and now you have a daughter. Right. Have you seen that movie? No. What's it called? Right. About time. Oh, okay. I think it's on Netflix, but it's, it, it just makes me t cry. Uh. <laughs> the ending. <laughs> That one's really oh, sad. I don't want to cry. Don't don't watch it. But let's get back to Back to the Future. <laughs> you mean Star Wars? Star Wars, whatever we're talking about. <laughs> what are we Ghostbusters? What what is this podcast? This is an it's, exhaustive it's, podcast. Oh my goodness, it's a mismatch. Wow. This is what happens when you don't have a plan, and you just say, "Yeah, we'll talk about this," and it takes yeah, ten I minutes to talk through it. <laughs> let's talk about watching paint dry <laughs> that seems interesting yes oh i think that's all i got yeah i have nothing else dude was it an hour yeah we're at an hour we're close enough to an hour to say f it and go think. for it um We've got hopefully have more interesting episodes coming up. The next three episodes right now, we've got some guests lined up. Uh, so we're going to talk some vintage stuff next week. We're going to talk, uh, trying to going to bring up the early bird, kind of do a deep, a deep dive into the early bird uh, set. And then the week after that, we're having our buddy Jordan on. And I don't know what we're going to talk about with Jordan next, but, uh, and then we we're have talking our about modern. Modern, modern collecting. collecting. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love when I was like, dude, what are we going to talk to Jordan about? And you were like, Star Wars? <laughs> modern collecting. <and> Star Wars. <laughs> I wanted to prepare for it. So, cool. Y'all can talk and I'll sit and listen. Uh, <laughs> I'll add my two cents in when I can. Um, so maybe next week I won't complain about Hasbro because we're definitely going to be doing that the following week. <laughs> I can't wait. It'll be great. Um and in the week after that, we're trying to get Alfonso on. Uh, he just got back from Galaxy's Edge. So we'll have another, like a brand new perspective on Galaxy's Edge and see how things have changed. And uh, so, yeah, the next three weeks should be better than this week, we hope. Oh, this week isn't bad. It was just a no, loose week. It was loose. We, we probably should have drank before we start, started recording. I don't need to drink. <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm starting to sound like Vin Diesel. <laughs> Family. I don't need alcohol. I've got family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, 
We got like, Trying wow, it's five minutes left in the raffle. It's almost five. So I got to get on and do that. Narayan's, yeah, Narayan's been texting me like every couple of hours. Where are we at? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm out. I can't stay on my computer and figure it out. I got to be in front of my computer because I can't do it on my phone because it's a lot of cut and pasting and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, and then we'll go live and do that here in a minute. And hey, 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 I bet you can't guess what we're going to have for dinner tonight. The same thing I'm having. <laughs> pork. Pork. Tons and tons of pork. <laughs> I mean, she was up until 11 o'clock each night for like three or four nights cooking pork. Wow. We were so certain we were going to have 60 people. And then people were leaving. We're like, here, take a bag of pork. <laughs> you did, man. I've got home and I unpacked that bag and there's like a gallon Ziploc full of pork. And we're just like, oh, yeah. my God. I guess pork. we're having pork the rest of the week. And buns. Well, I got pork. I got hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> I've got potato salad and pasta salad and, and a giant she cake. Three quarters of a sheet. I might take that into work and be like, oh, just throw it on the on the it'll be gone. Dude, that thing will be gone in five minutes when you bring it to work. People can hear it's like people can hear when a cake hits the uh, break room table. Yeah. (laughs) Like little gophers popping out of their hole. What's that? (laughs) What's that? Still running to the kitchen. Yeah. Everybody will be like, see you walk in with that big cake and be like, Jason's got cake. Yep. I do. (laughs) All right, let's wrap this one up. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week. This is the way. This is the way.